Hi, I'm Dara M. Wilson. And I'm Yasmin Khan. And this is Money Ha Ha. Give it This is the podcast where smart, funny friends bring money talk out of the shame drawer and onto the table. Each week, we discuss one of those money topics that pretty much everyone struggles with, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. Hmm. Hmm. I'm really enjoying this music instead of us fighting over the Nelson laugh. <laughs> we fought for a long time over the we Nelson did. laugh. In the most loving way. Mm-hmm. Always with love. Always with love. <laughs> Real tension, though. <laughs> How's your day going, Dara? My day is going okay. We were talking before. I've um I got an anxiety problem, so I was having mm-hmm. a little bit of anxiety today. But luckily, I am not ashamed. I took a little half of something that my doctor gave me for just situations such as these. And now I am ready to take a nap. Just kidding. (laughs) Ready to go. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you joined us anyway. How are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, We were talking earlier about like Sunday scaries. So I was a little bit getting that feeling. But um, then I did a little like bike ride and I feel better. What are the Sunday scaries? Sunday scaries are that it's Sunday night and you got to go to work tomorrow and you're realizing the weekend's over and you just had this little taste of freedom and you know it's about to just be a faraway place. (laughs) It's about to be gone and it's scary. You like you get to delude yourself every Friday evening. You're like, I'm out of here. Yes. And then Sunday you're like, "Uh uh-oh. I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta go do that. I have to go back. Yeah. I've been rewatching Lost. And it's I can- a popular refrain on that show. <laughs> we have to go back. It's Jack and he's crying. He's always crying, which is fine. Men should cry. But honestly, he cries a lot. But do like, they ever go back? Person. I don't wanna be a spoiler. Nobody's watching Lost anymore. Excuse you. I'm literally, <laughs> I just said I'm watching Lost right now. Besides you, Dara. <laughs> I can't be the only one. No, that's true. It's on there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Fine. I won't spoil. You're so good. This is a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. How did you celebrate the holiday if you did? Um, my niece's fourth birthday was the was a little gathering yesterday. Uh, one of my sisters came into town and, you know, she, she got all the auntie love. And it was just really cute to see her, like, super excited. Because she turned four and she's so freaking cute. Did it have a theme? Uh, I believe it was, a, it was like a mermaid unicorn theme. Oh, okay. Um, it was really cute. So let me ask you a clarifying question. Yeah. Is that two themes in one? Or is there a mermaid swimming around with a horn in her head? I think it's two separate. I think it's two themes and one. I don't think you give a horn to a mermaid. I feel like that would make her uh, like a swimming hazard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's what narwhals have. They're a hazard. Are they? Are they real? They are. Yes, they they totally are. They're totally real. This was like my confusion. I'm going to say many, many, many years ago, like last year, probably. (laughs) I was going to say before Napoleon Dynamite clarified that for you. (laughs) No. No? About reindeer. Because I only ever heard about reindeer in the context. What? What? what, what? (laughs) Reindeer are real. (laughs) I love you so much. I'm going to shut up. (laughs) 
it's just like, here's some more rope and here's some more rope and do what you will with it. <laughs> I didn't. The only context you hear about reindeer is Christmas and yeah. Santa's dudes. Yeah. And one of them's got a red nose. Like, that's not real. So I think it just didn't occur to me for a long time that like, oh, yeah, those aren't. It just you didn't think about it. I'm. That's that's the thing. It, it didn't occur to you because you didn't think about it because they're not your top priority in life. Yes, cool. That is true. Um, so <laughs> yeah, reindeer are not my top priority <laughs> in life. I think that's fair for me to say. <laughs> uh, well, that leads us right into our topic today, Ooh. which is because I can imagine for Santa and his workshop, um, reindeers are probably really expensive pets. <laughs> mm, I like how you did that. I know I did. I did it um, with no help at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so our topic for today is how expensive pets can be. And I know you have Milo and he's so cute and you love him. Is he worth it? <laughs> there is no world in which I get on a microphone and say that my dog is not worth it. I am like deep, not deep, 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 a stupid person. The pitchforks are going to come out for me. Um, of no. course he's worth it. He's so cute. He is so cute. Yeah. Is he expensive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's really expensive. Having pets in general is extremely expensive and way more so than I think I first anticipated when I acquired him. Uh, also, I, just to go back for a second, I want to take issue with characterizing the reindeer oh. as Santa's pets because... Uh, they work for him. Oh, you're absolutely right. And they are not pets. No. And they should be compensated fairly. I and I don't think are. they are. No, they just get like food and lodging and occasionally they get to bully another one. I mean, that's what we know. Who Like, that's the part of the story we know. I, I, True. I think we need to do some investigative journalism. <laughs> Labor practices <laughs> in the North Pole. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> What's going on there? And, and you know what? Now that we're on the topic, what's going on with those elves? That's right. Right? Right. They're working all year round for what? Cookies and joy? <laughs> that doesn't sustain you through retirement. At some point, those little elfy hands can't work. Do they even get to retire? Oh, guys. Okay, we're going to have to steer it back. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is not. Too much. This is. Is May, June right now? <laughs> it is. It's top of mind because if anyone's going to intervene and have a conversation with the folks in the It North needs Pole, to happen now. Now. Yeah. This is when it's all happening. That's right. They're up there laboring and sweating. <laughs> so, guys, let's dive into the mailbag. Some awesome listeners have sent us stories about their expensive pets. Let's take a listen. This is Megan in Oakland. My dog, Wally, I got him as a rescue from the East Bay. Fast forward like two months into getting him, I take him to the vet for a checkup. They look at his eye and they basically say to me, we need you to go to an eye specialist because your dog has something going on with his eye. So I take him to this eye specialist and they look in the back of his eye. They said to me, yep, like he has a cataract in his eye. We can, we can do this surgery. And the surgery ended up being $10,000. But, like, the choice is basically do this or he'll go blind. It was just one of those things where I was like, oh, money, money, like, money means nothing in this situation. Like, of course I'm going to do it. And so I did it. And 
anyway, like a few months later after the surgery, he ended up losing the vision anyway. Um, I don't know. It was just a weird choice. It was like I had to spend the money because I had it. And maybe that's what money's for, you know, like times of emergency or just when you have to do stuff. But yeah, that's my dog story. Like I had no idea that I would end up spending 10 grand on, on vet bills. Okay. Bye. Wow. Yeah. That's a tough situation. I My eyeballs like to pop all the way out of my head when she said <laughs> that number. I think, I mean, what she was saying to like, I think this is what money is for to like, you know, it like for these important things, you care about someone, you love this person, this dog person mm. in your life. Mm. And so like, it's complicated, right? I certainly agree with that. It is complicated. That is a really tough decision. I actually, I, I feel maybe bad saying that, but I don't know that. I mean, I actually, I know I wouldn't have been able to make the same decision because I truly just wouldn't have been able to afford to make that decision. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think people go in debt to paying for their dogs yeah. and cats. But and iguanas. And iguanas. Good point. I don't want to erase anybody's experience. That's good of you. Thank you for sharing, Megan. Thank you, Megan. Hi, Wally. Is that his oh, name? Yeah. Woof, woof. Shall we listen to another one? Yeah, we got, coming up next, Amy. So my dog is actually crazy expensive. Um, so for one, pet boarding, right? If I I started taking this job that's like halftime in LA, so every time I go to LA, it's $40 a night. So if I go to LA for like three or four nights, it's like 160 bucks right there, like every single time I have to leave for work. Um, and then the other cost is like... Um, every year for like vet costs, like the first year is the most expensive. Um, so these are a lot of the upfront costs that you expect, like checkups and, and all that. But once you get past the first year, it's actually just a lot of recurring costs around getting vaccines um, and flea and tick medication. Like I'd probably put that um, at maybe like 50 bucks a month. Um, and then if you, if you smooth it over, obviously, like every time you get, you buy the doses of like, say like flea and tick medication, it's like um, you know, 150 bucks or whatever, but then it's good for, for six months. We have pet insurance. It's, uh, it's cost me about 70 bucks a month and that includes a wellness plan. But to be honest, like I've heard it's a pretty big ripoff and I have to agree. Cause like, you know, it helps you smooth out. Like it, it, it guards you against like a big unexpected expense. But even when that happens, there's usually a big deductible. Um, so one time my dog got hurt and that my vet bill came out to be like, $1,500 and it helped somewhat, but I think there was still like 500 of it that I had to pay out of pocket. So overall, like having a dog is definitely very expensive. And then just depending on how bougie you want to get with that dog, like the, the cost can increment quite dramatically. I'm glad that Amy brought up the bouginess because I do want us to like say out loud that this is not everybody's experience with the dog. Just like with everything else, I think you're you start to set your own expectations for what is acceptable and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it sounds like Amy is also in the Bay Area, where expenses for everything are just so much more mm-hmm. <laughs> than they are in other places in the country. But forty dollars a night for a, a pet thing—that sounds re- that sounds like standard or is that i don't know who knows i, th- I think that still is more expensive than in other places so mm. i go to um i go to arizona every year mm-hmm. with my parents uh, for thanksgiving and i usually board milo while we're down there mm-hmm. and it is 
cheaper mm-hmm. to fly with him and board him down there than it is to keep him up in the bay. Oh, interesting. How much is it to board him in Arizona? Um, I think the place I use is like $20, 25 That's pretty good. Um, or there's like, you know, people that do it through apps, which can be even cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is a, a woman <laughs> um, who likes Milo a lot and likes to watch Aww. him when we go down there. So That's sweet. Yeah. But a lot of things she was talking about didn't seem like excessively bougie. They were just like vet and medicine. And yeah, if you have a job and you have to travel, having to make that choice. But there are people who would get a job that requires them to travel and then need to give up the dog because they couldn't afford yeah. to do the boarding. Yeah. So that, that's what I mean, that like things that we have an expectation of like, well, I guess I just have to incur this cost. When people are in different situations, that's not an option available to them. Yeah. And I think that's sort of like what we're talking about today is like, are we being realistic when we want this fuzzy furry thing in our lives? Right. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Also, vet pet insurance maybe seems like a racket, but Wally could have used some <laughs> for that $10,000. So yeah. I mean, it's just like every other kind of insurance, right? You're placing a bet that everything's going to go horribly. They're placing a bet that everything's going to go fine, and you just never know who's right. More gambling. More gambling. (sighs) Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. I think bringing up the issue of insurance is important. Um, I think in my life, I've always been like, either I'm going to have insurance or we're doing nothing, Mm. which is not... A really intelligent way of going about that, uh, the idea of actually putting aside savings and anticipation for things happening is a much more smart and considerate way of going about that. Um, and we hear, we've been hearing in, in many of these that especially early on when you have a pet, they can be extremely expensive and very accident prone. And they can't talk to you. And so you don't really have a way of knowing like how bad it is and so it sort of like takes all the anxiety you have for them and like escalates it yes so high yes oh oh speaking about anxiety today (laughs) yeah these things that you get and you're like oh you're gonna add so much to my life but what you don't realize is that they also add like a lot of not just financial but emotional complications into your life because Mm -hmm. that's just like another little piece of your heart that you are giving away and allowing to be out into the world um, and possibly in danger. Yeah, love yeah. is so makes you so vulnerable. It's true, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is oh. now time to enter the no, no judgment, judgment zone. No judgment zone. Oh yeah, <laughs> I appreciate your vocal support. This is a segment where we share our own experiences with our week's topic without judging each other. And I'm going to add something to that. Without judging ourselves. Oh. Which is a challenge. (laughs) That changes everything, Dara. (laughs) It's so hard. Okay. (laughs) What do you have for us this week? Yes, me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel really bad because we just listened to all these great pet parents who are talking about all the dollar dollar bills they shelled out. And I have a cat. Her name is Chloe. She's about 11 years old. I had her for a while, and then she stayed with some family for a while uh, when I was in school, and then I got her again. And when I got her again, she's pretty, like, she just has anxiety, like extreme, extreme anxiety. Like, one time we were sitting on the couch on my husband's side, like, 
<sighs> and she ran out of the room like he had just like screamed and thrown the remote at her or something. Like, Aww. she's a very sensitive kitty. Aww. And you know, people come over and they see like cat stuff and they're like, oh, where's the cat? I'm like, yeah, the cat's not coming out for you. The cat comes out when everybody leaves. <laughs> Or that it's sensed that like there's a there's a decent amount of people. She's gotten better, but the point is, it's you getting her out of the house to go to the vet was just impossible. Like her level of like it caused her so much stress. I'm like, this is worse for your health than whatever the vet is going to do for you when we get there because you are just now in such a state that like you've been traumatized by this and it takes like days to recover. So for a little while, I found this person who was coming over. Um, they actually charge a pretty reasonable rate, but they would come over and do a little checkup on her and like groom her because she has really long hair. And after a while, I realized like, because she had like all these issues with like sliding her butt all over things and getting like, she was just like, she had an itchy butt clearly. And like, she was having these crazy hairballs. I just started shaving her and putting her food. Like she's a really, I gave her like a lion, a really cute lion cut, like where she has like the big fluffy like uh, big fluffy hair and big fluffy tail. I'll put a picture of her. She's real cute. Mm. But I started giving her like a lion cut and all of her digestive problems went away. She stopped sliding her butt around the world. She stopped She stopped throwing up these huge hair balls, you know, because her, her hair was just not like built for this climate. And I was like, why am I shelling out money for people to – why, why, why? <laughs> you know, like I already don't trust the, this advice, you know, and if I can care for my cat. And I'm doing making interventions that are working for her. Then, like, why? I just lost all the trust and all the vets. And so, honestly, she hasn't been to the vet in a few years. And she's she seems fine. She's but happy. she can't talk. But I would know, like, if she stopped eating, or if she got was real irritable, or if something like her weight changed, like, I would notice and I would do something. I would intervene. But none of that's happened. Mm. I just give her lots of love and pets and. That's my, yeah, don't judge me. And I'm going to try not to judge myself. She hasn't been to the vet in a while because I don't trust vets. <laughs> and she's an indoor cat. She's an indoor cat. She never, ever goes outside. Okay. I We have a deck now and I try to get her to come outside and she will come out for a second. <laughs> what is, uh, do you want to judge me though? Before I no, no, no. <laughs> it's the no judgment zone. I'm I not allowed. You. This is your safe space. <laughs> You're restraining yourself. <laughs> oh, tell me about your no judgment pet zone. <laughs> no judgment pet zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so keeping this sort of on the financial side. So I, I got Milo when he was six months old. It was like the, the old tale. I came to visit him at the SPCA. He came over. He put a paw on my knee oh. and I kneeled down. And I was like, oh, well, he is mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was my first pet. Like I had goldfish that basically only lasted 24 hours each. So he was like my first <laughs> pet for the long haul, knock on wood. And I used to try and call him on the phone. Like I would have the <laughs> urge. <laughs> How'd you try to set that up? So it wouldn't actually happen, but in my head, the thought process would be, oh, Milo's at home. I wonder how he's doing. I should just uh, call him real fast, reach for the phone and be like, oh, I can't call him. He's a dog. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there, there just was like, there were no neural pathways for yeah, pet. Yeah, yeah. It was only person in my head. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, I care about this. Yeah. 
being. (laughs) And so I'm going to go check on the being, but I can't because he's a duck. Um, (laughs) And he was extremely accident prone. He was six months when I got him. um, And I got pet insurance and it for sure was worth it to me Mm -hmm. um, in the first six months to year of his life. Um, He, gosh, he he really likes big dogs, so he mm-hmm. gets hurt a lot actually. Um, if I'm not with him, because like other people excitement hurt. Yeah, yeah, well, he'll just like accidentally get trampled on um, because he is he's a small dog. He's about ten pounds. One time, he like his dew claw got hurt, and they had to surgically remove it, <laughs> and they put a cast on him, and it was a, an SF Giants cast, <laughs> which made him very popular. But he it was like very sad for himself. Um, he got, you know, sometimes dogs get UTIs. He got a UTI and was like screaming every time he peed. And I felt so bad for him, but they thought he might, it, it was, it, there's just so many things. One time he was in his little carrier. Uh, you know, some of the carriers have, um, a little strap mm-hmm. to keep you strapped in, but he was doing barrel rolls in the carrier <laughs> trying to get out. Um, cause he wasn't close enough to me. He is very extreme. He's a smart dog. He found a hack. He was like, I can move the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what ended up happening was he wrapped that little strap <gasps> around himself so tight that when I went to look at him, he, it looked like it was going through him. Oh. Yeah. And I was like freaking out. And we were in, we were in Monterey. So I was not around like any stuff that I knew. We had to yeah. quickly find an emergency vet. And they're like, okay, we're gonna, um, let's just cut the strap so then we can get him back. And they cut the strap and it all unraveled really, really fast. And then he said, <laughs> and just like jumped down off the table and was like, I'm fine now. And I was like, oh my God, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, right? They have such a hold on your heart. Yeah. And so even though I say now, like I would never spend $10,000 on my cat. What, 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 what if <laughs> right i mean i don't have like no like that's just not <laughs> that's a really tough spot it's a really tough i'm spot. really glad that the scissors just work because that was free <laughs> yeah but he was expensive and expensive at a time where i had enough money to pay for a very cheap uh training class at the spca to pay for him <laughs> he is a purebred havanese mm. But I got him on sale. <laughs> on sale? Like, was a, he marked down? Did he yes. have like a sticker? <laughs> they were having a sale on small dogs. Uh, and he was just old enough not to be called a puppy. So I'm very good at thrifting. I got myself Ooh. like a little fancy handbag of a dog for <laughs> very cheap. Um, and I could like afford his food and a walker. And that was it. And I did not anticipate any of the other stuff that comes along with having a dog. And I still feel like I'm not good at budgeting for that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's because you don't like it. It's not super obvious. So. Right. Guess what we're going to do now? What are we going to do? We're going to try to make some of those things more obvious for our listeners. Mm. Let's talk about facts, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that facts see. Let's talk about facts. Ah. In this segment, we share some cold, hard facts about the topic of the week, which is puppies. So, <laughs> just kidding. It's just about pets. Puppies. It's about pets. Iguanas But it does seem matter. like there's a trend, though, with, like, the dogs being. <laughs> okay, iguanas also matter. You have a matter. cat. I, she doesn't cost me money because she's brutal. 
<laughs> oh, so you're saying Milo costs me money because he's not chill? No. And also, iguanas like lose their tail and like grow a new one. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, um, pets in general do cost money. So let's let's go over some of the numbers. All right. Okay. So the first year of cost for pet ownership is over $1,000 according to the ASPCA. So whether it's a dog or a cat, you've got to think about spaying or neutering that initial medical exam, collar, leash, if it's a cat, litter box, scratching posts. Um, for both of them, carrying crate and maybe for dog training. It all really adds up. And then after that, it's still about $700 a year per pet when you add up food, medical exams, litters, toys, treats, licenses, health insurance if you choose to get it. Um, you just heard some horror stories about things that can happen. I think they're pretty common. Um, so, yeah, cats and dogs are expensive. And depending on your lifestyle, if you do have a dog, that's not even including dog walking. Oh, yeah. Because in the Bay, and we, it, try not to be so Bay-centric, but I just feel like mm -hmm. it needs to be said, in the Bay Area, in like in San Francisco, to get your dog walked four times a week maybe can cost up to $400 a month. Yeah. Like easily. Dog uh, walkers are pulling it in. I mean, I mean, there's a I'm high sure, cost of living associated yeah, with say, being here. Nobody feels like they're no. pulling it in out here. But so one of the articles that we're um, quoting from here is from Money Under 30. And they talked to a woman who mentioned something I think that builds on what you're saying, um, who said that the opportunity costs associated with the pet ownership. So a woman named Meg in Money Under 30 says, Many of my coworkers have to take long lunches frequently um, or miss ho office happy hours to go home and walk their dogs. I also see people in suits fr frantically walking their dogs in the morning by my building late for work. Not something I'm ready to deal with yet. So, yeah. There's, there's, there's lots of trade-offs. Right? You have to make a choice. Trade-offs. Trade-offs. Yeah. Not a, yeah. And it's either I think one is like spend money or spend time. Yeah. Which is um, – a trade-off that shows up in a lot of areas, <laughs> yeah. even outside of pet care. Yeah. Spend money or spend time. Um, and sometimes because you are trying to make money, you don't have time. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that cycle can be a vicious one. And we haven't talked about, I think, the positives. Why do people own pets in the first place? Yeah. If they're just this money pit that we're throwing money into. Why do they? Those are so cute. They are so cute. <laughs> they make your heart go beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm going to be vulnerable and honest. Oh. It was, for me, a part of feeling like an adult, weirdly, mm -hmm. where I was like, I have this vision of what my life looks like mm -hmm. when I am out of the house, living on my own. And part of that uh, included owning a, an ugly dog. <laughs> that didn't work out for me. You all may have seen pictures of Milo or Will <laughs> or Will uh, as this episode posts. Milo is a very pretty dog. Really, really pretty dog. To the point where um, it encourages people to like stop me when I'm walking uh, with him. And that is not something that I enjoy and didn't <laughs> anticipate. So here's another cost that is associated <laughs> with pet ownership. You may in unintentionally invite more social interactions into your life that you don't want. Aww. So just keep that in mind. I think you love it. Just kidding. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you see Dara walking down the street with Milo. Just tweet at her. She'll appreciate that. 
<laughs> that makes me sound so cold and aloof. I'm no. not. I'm just anxious, we y'all. We just have boundaries. <laughs> I like that you brought this up because I feel like a lot of our topics sort of bring it back to like talking about money isn't always just about the cold hard facts and like your spreadsheet. Oftentimes the things that become money issues are things that are related to like our underlying social need, our need to be connected with other beings in general. And so I think, yeah, it's an emotion-driven need, but it's a real need. I think that is true. Um, I think we've got two producers in the room with us right now. So out of the four of us, three of us are pet owners. One of us, I am actively trying to convince to own a pet. (laughs) (laughs) She's giving you a little bit of a side look like, "Mm -hmm, you can try. I just heard all those things, though. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, Speaking of which, it is now time for our action item. Action item. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I believe you about the great, but it's okay. I was going for something else, but you know, that's a part of being like present and living in the moment, just going with what happened. I want to know what you're going for. It was going to be like, action, 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 item, 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 action, item. That's from something. I don't know what it is. Muppet Babies. Anyways. There it is. It's just in the back of my head at all times, I guess. I love it. I love it. Each week, we give you a simple thing you can do right away to get better at money. And this week, your action item is putting away an emergency fund for unexpected pet health costs. This seems so straightforward. I've had Milo for seven years. I don't have this. (laughs) And I really should. So I'm going to take our own action. Kiplinger recently published an article on this topic, The Hidden and Unexpected Costs of Owning a Pet. According to the article, pet owners are likely to incur at least one $2,000 to $4,000 bill for emergency care at some point during their pet's lifetime. So put away that money. If you can. I mean, or have to make a hard choice. I don't know. I'm not really helping. I'm going to stop talking. I would say put away that money if you can, if you already have the pet, or at least like Maybe that's one of your goals that you're working toward. Yeah. Um, If you don't feel like you can financially put away that money and you're thinking about getting a pet, maybe this isn't quite the right time. Or maybe you really need something in your life to love on and that trade-off is worth it. It's a really personal decision. It is. Not to end on too down a note, but that was something that actually stopped me, prevented me from getting a pet in the past is that I felt like I was uh, actively encouraging something to come into my life that I would eventually lose. (sighs) But I had a friend tell me, that's a part of life. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) And we actually may be hearing from that friend sometime in the future. And do you look at Milo and do you feel like he tore open your heart every time you look at him? (laughs) Especially when he's just gotten a fresh haircut. Oh. It's just like, oh my God, you could literally do anything. Come here, give me a cuddle, 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 cuddles. Ooh, I love it. All right. Well, guess what time it is now? What time is it? It's time for you to sing a song. No, you sing it. I I thought you were singing this song. Okay, fine. It was worth it. No, that was terrible. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it 
was worth it is a segment where we talk about a time recently where we spent money on something and it was worth the money. So Dara just told me I have to go first. <laughs> um, last week or last episode, I talked about how I bought, I decided to invest in a little bit of deck furniture so that we could um, host friends and family um, for the summertime outside. And it was a whole like decision of this is worth the investment because this, these things matter to us. Um, and then we were out on the deck. I heard and, that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deck furniture, not duck furniture. You guys are jerks. But then we were out on the deck recently and it was so hot and I got this umbrella for it and we opened the umbrella and we realized because we were buying it, they were like, oh, it doesn't need, the umbrella goes in the picnic table and it doesn't need like anything. Like a stand. Like it doesn't need a stand or anything because the picnic table will hold it up. So I put it and then I hold it. It didn't, doesn't hold itself up. So guess what I have to go do? Treacherous. Totally treacherous. I have to go put down some more money for a big old umbrella stand like a big old piece of cement that will hold up the umbrella and it was worth it because it's gonna make a, it's a, kind of like a sunk cost thing on the deck <laughs> it's really gonna make the deck more usable but i'm just like oh my god but it was worth it because mm. i don't want to bake and fry and i want to i want to be able to have people out there and for us to like enjoy lunch in the sun and it was worth it all right great <laughs> duck furniture you guys are mean to me <laughs> what was your it was worth it dara thank you so much for asking yes mean <laughs> my it was worth it this week was tickets to a comedy show um there's a sketch comedy school in san francisco called killing my lobster and they're running a show right now where there's nine different 20 minute shows uh happening in three show iterations every night uh, a good friend of mine is, was in one, uh, one that another friend of mine wrote. Uh, so I was there to support and it was so much fun. It was the only thing that got me out of the house this weekend. And I'm glad that I left my couch and not just left my couch to go to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you left it too. Was it a good show? It was a really great show. Give it here. All right, well, that's our show. You can catch us back here every single Tuesday. Send us your stories and questions. We would love to hear your story in your own voice. The easiest way to do that is by recording a voice memo and emailing it to hi, H-I, at moneyhahapod.com. Make your memo like 30 seconds long. That's a good length. Or you can call and leave a voice message at 404-MONEYHA. You can also tweet us at money haha pod or email us at that address again which is hi hi at money haha pod.com rate us and leave us a great review um if you have less than a great review you can email us that's cool and subscribe 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 follow us at money haha pod on twitter and instagram i'm at dara m wilson on twitter yasmin is at yasmin k on instagram money haha is a production of the even app learn more at even.com it's hosted by me dara m wilson and me yasmin khan our executive producer is jane Librock. our producer is phil circus our designer is allison chan our social media manager is nicole Meltrotti. our copywriter is kelly anakin and our theme music is money by antique naked soul money. you keep trying to explain why you disappeared after you got my dough Until next Save week, have a nice life, life.
I will never loan you no money, no more. Uh, 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 uh.